Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice, and Molina makes it easy. So let's talk about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. Visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today. Let's do this. They say that America is divided politically, and uh, we kind of agree. There's the dumb, and then there's us. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Was that was that too harsh for the little snowflakes? This is right, left, and center. This is right, left, and center. No matter what's going on in today's news, politics, social, environment, culture, we're talking about it unabashedly. Real, raw, direct, and funny. Let's rock. This is Right, Left, and Center. And this is your host, Will Jackson. Hello, folks. We got a lot to talk about. Some of the bullshit that's going on is unreal. Make me sit back and say, oh, my Lanta. We got Gates with his NDAA. We got Robert F. Kennedy Jr., Testifying in front of the Judiciary Committee. We got Trump's threats. We got Florida, specifically Jacksonville, Florida, trying to rewrite history. We'll talk about that. Uh, we also have. Uh, some other items to talk about, which we'll get into that. I hope you got yours. I got mine. I didn't start early this time, folks. And can you believe that Ron DeSantis is actually still trying to become president of these great United States? Don't don't nobody want his punk ass. (laughs) 
All right, so we're going to start this week out, and you'll hear me shuffling papers because I got so much to cover. And, you know, here's the thing. Here's the thing. This is not only a shit show, but it's also a clown show. We have Jim Jordan from Ohio. Who is, and everybody knows, I I don't like Jim Jordan. He's a piece of shit. And everybody knows how I feel about him. His rhetoric and some of the things that he's he's doing on the uh, Judiciary Committee. And some of these witnesses that he's bringing up. In fact, you had two whistleblowers from the FBI, or excuse me, from the IRS, so-called whistleblowers. And I don't know if you had an opportunity to listen to that hearing, but or watch that hearing. Um, it was it was an embarrassment. It was an embarrassment, uh, not only for the Ohioans who has a representative in this in in the uh, Capitol, but it's also a embarrassment to anybody who has a level of sensibility. I mean, Jim Jordan should not represent Ohio in no fashion. In fact, we've got state state representatives who should not be in office as well. And these state representatives don't Ohioans don't have our best interests at heart. See, what they're trying to do is they're trying to change the state constitution. If anything, they want to change, if anything that they want to change or should change in the state constitution is that if you're not aware and it's still in there and it's contradictory of what's happening now, black men cannot serve in Ohio militia. Or the Ohio National Guard. If they want to change something, that should be changed because that's in the state constitution. But yet, here's they want. Here's what they want to do, Ohioans. They want not. They, they're trying to gas. There's a whole bunch of damn gaslighting going on throughout this country. But what I'm going to do is I'm, I'm going to focus on the state of Ohio in this this piece here, because in this first segment here, because here's the thing, Ohioans. I need everyone to vote no on issue one. Vote no on issue one. See, they Put this for the August ballot to be voted on when a lot of people are on vacation. Vote no on issue one. See, we need to support our women in the state of Ohio. Let's let's forget some of these women that are out there who who are pro-life and don't have the facts and don't understand and don't care to understand that are one-minded. These are robot robotic bitches. This this is not this is not for them. This conversation, these bitches need to be move on some damn where. Go sit in the goddamn corner. Excuse me, just sit in the damn corner. 
all women in the state of Ohio has the right and should vote on the right to be able to make that decision about their body. Nationally, it should be the same thing. One year ago, one year ago, Roe versus Wade was demolished by a planted Republican Supreme Court that is corrupt and has no level of accountability, which we'll, we'll get to that later. My, 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 my concern is this, is that the women of Ohio, if you're raped, incest, child rape, if there's complications within that woman, I mean, you have now, I'm not that guy. I'm not that guy, but I'm going to tell the truth. That's what I do. The state of Ohio House representatives are in the House Senate is majority white men, white men. And they want to tell all women of all nationalities that in the state of Ohio. That. We that we have control over your body. We tell you when and where you can create one. Basically, they're not the ones in the delivery room. None of them have a cooter. None of them. But I guarantee if one of them punk asses, including Jim Jordan, If their daughters, if their daughters was in a, was in within six weeks of their pregnancy or 12 weeks within their pregnancy and, or less than that. And they turn around and there's, they have a septic situation or a situation is going to take their life. Then they would actually think differently. That that is the only way that these punk asses in the state of Ohio will understand this. And for you women in the state of Ohio who are not fighting for the woman's right to take care of her body, y'all some dumb bitches. I'm sorry, you fucked up all the way around. I there's there's not the word bitch is not is is too good of a word for you. So I'll figure out what kind of word we need to deliver to you or assign you to right after this. Have you been looking for a podcast that takes you beyond the headlines? A show that challenges you. A show that's real, raw, and unapologetic. Then you've found your new home. Right, left, and center. Right, left, and center. News, the environment, immigration, politics, the criminal justice system, and everything in between. Join Will Jackson every week. 
your personal guide to understand the week's news, the world, and how America shapes it. Listen everywhere podcasts are available. You're listening to Left, Right, and Center. Your audio guide to help you understand the week's news, the world, and how America shapes it. Now, back to your host, Will Jackson. You know what? I, I found I found the identifier for all you women in the state of Ohio that are not pro-life and that don't have your facts. And and this is uh, I'm just going to play a snippet of this um, and you'll you'll understand. Um, big, big ups and big thanks to uh, little Chris, because here's the thing. He'll be in. Uh, I think it's in Columbus area sometime coming soon. So uh, this this. This is dedicated to you. Use a hole. Use a hole. (laughs) No, but seriously, vote no, Ohioans. Vote no on issue one. And then not only that, we need to have more Democratic representation in the state Senate and House. That's what we need to have. And even if we don't like somebody because of their views, understand the level of gaslighting that's being done in the state of Ohio. Seriously. Vote no on issue one. Call all the state legislators and let them know that this will not stand. This will not pass. See, issue one allows them to make an amendment to the state constitution, which will allow them to do what they want to do when it comes down to the abortion laws. And I think what we should be doing is also, uh, is putting together signatures to put on the ballot for 2024 or even sooner to put a vote. Like I think it was Kansas who put in a vote to uh, uh, legalize abortion. I understand we're a red state. I understand we're a key state. I also understand we got dumbass people in the state of Ohio who do not represent the majority of Ohio. 
vote no on issue one. If you want to see what that is, uh, just click on the detail links and you will see it. It'll pull up. You'll see it and you'll get a better understanding on what this is. Also, keep in mind that, like I said before, if they want to change something, how about changing the fact that if you are black and you are a man in the state of Ohio, it's still listed in the state constitution that you cannot serve serve in the uh, militia or uh, with National Guard. But yet we do have a whole bunch of black folks serving in the National Guard, whether it be officers or whether it be um, enlisted. That needs to change. It needs to change. It's, it's, this, this, this is getting ridiculous. And so, uh, speaking of ridiculous, let's move to another red state. And by the way, just, just want to put it back out there just before I move on. Jim Jordan, fuck you. And your mama and the horse you rode in on. You silly bitch. All right, now that I got that out of my system... Uh, so let's talk about Ron DeSantis and the uh, great state of uh, Florida and then also um, the school board in Jacksonville, Florida. Hmm. Oh, man. So this is this is uh, this this part, you know, I'm going to get on my soapbox. And for those of you know who uh, that know me, that uh, when I get on my soapbox, um, I'm I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. Oh my Atlanta, I am ready to go. This is this here is something that really really disturbs me. So here, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go through the whole thing. I'm quite sure everyone has heard about this at some point. But throughout the world, I, I, if you haven't heard it, then you're going to hear it here on right, left and center. So the new standard requires for education, it requires instructions for middle school students to include how slave development skills. Um, you know what? I'm not going to read it. Basically, how slaves. They want to change the curriculum to how slaves benefited from slavery. Oops. That's an Urkel moment. How, 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 how fucking dumb can you be? I mean, really? I mean, um, how, how did blacks benefit from slavery? I know how whites benefited from slavery. I I I know this. I mean, here here's the thing. (sighs) 
how in Floridians, I, there's a lot of you that that email me and that are just awesome. Uh, a lot of you are Republicans and you have conservative views, but yet you do not care for what Ron DeSantis and some of these extreme right folks are doing. They're giving your political party a bad name. And I and, and this is not directed to you. It is not. But you know what, Florida, you need to start like Ohio. You need to start weeding these fuckers out. Come election time. Okay, this this level of rhetoric is is a bunch of crap. I, I don't even get it. How how is it that you can simply say that black folks? Hmm. How black folks benefited from slavery. You have Ron DeSantis trying to go word for word for Kamala Harris with Kamala Harris, who is not only smarter than her, him. And not only more educated and wise than him. And if given a debate will run circles around him. Tried to go toe and toe, toe to toe in the media against Kamala Harris about this subject. See, my last name is Jackson. And I don't know. I, I haven't I haven't did the research, but I now I want to. But I can almost guarantee you that because my grandmother's side of the family held from the South, I can almost guarantee you on my grandmother's side of the family, it's based upon slavery, a slave name. I can almost guarantee you. Give me an example. Al Sharpton actually mentioned this in a news interview when he did a research on his last name and found that his family was owned by a plantation owner in the South, last name Sharpton. So because that slave, that black slave was owned by a white slave owner that last name went to that slave as shown as a level of pro uh, pro property. Oh, it gets, it gets worse. So they want to admit that omit in, in the publications of a middle school, how slavery began. And they want to say that there's a benefit how Blacks achieved because of slavery, but not mention the fact that they were brought in on a ship to a country that didn't belong to a white man, beaten, raped, sold, 
abused. And the list goes on and on and forced to work without any pay. In fact, blacks were given the scraps off of what was not given to the white household during during that time. Give you an example. You know what's delicacy today? Chitterlings. Liver. Chicken feet. Cow tongue. Go check your supermarket. Check the recipes on those. That was given to black folks. Because white folks wouldn't eat them. Now it's a delicacy. Now it's something that a lot of these five star chefs are cooking. And there's a lot of white folks out there cooking. Give you an example. So I go to a white neighborhood. I live in a white neighborhood. I go to a white gro- all predominantly all white grocery store. I'm walking down the aisle. What do I see? Chicken feet and chitlins. 20 years ago, I guarantee you, you wouldn't see that. And blacks benefited from being in slavery. You got to be fucking kidding me. See, these extreme right folks don't want to understand what comes to bear. Christopher Columbus sailed the ocean blue in 1492. All right, whatever the hell that rhyme is. Okay? And a Spaniard who comes to America notices an indigenous tribe and enslaves them and takes their land. Native Americans have been had been persecuted since the 1400s. And by right, everything that all these big buildings being built on the properties, these this property was stolen by white men. Now, I'm not that guy. My great my grandmother married a white man from Jamaica. So if you want to say that I'm that guy, I'm going to say kiss my ass. I am not that guy. I'm only speaking truth. I'm not speaking rhetoric. I'm not going to do that. You get what you get when you when you listen to me. And if you don't like what the fuck I'm saying, tune out. I don't care. But the bottom line is, is this slavery happened. Native Native Americans were were uh, persecuted first. Let's not talk about during the, the Second World War where. The United States had Japanese internment camps throughout this country when we went to war with Japan. Oh, did we forget about that? 
I didn't. That was part of my history lesson. I understood that. I understood the Native Americans plight. I understand the black uh, um, African plight. I understand that the Japanese. Japanese Americans who did nothing wrong. Was subject to a level of unhumane situations. We're talking about prominent Japanese folks who are who who own businesses uprooted. Some of them lived in the San Francisco area and and was sent into the Midwest in an internment camp. Oh, let's not talk about internment camps. What about the Jewish folks? My beautiful Jewish black uh, 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 Jewish uh, brothers and sisters. Who shared within the level of discrimination and plight, even to this day, along with Native, Native Americans, black Americans, Japanese Americans. The Holocaust happened. This also needs to be in the textbooks. This happened. I was in Germany and I went to Dachau and I toured that concentration camp. And unless, and I'm going to tell you something, unless you've done that, keep your motherfucking mouth shut. It happened. And to this day, we have good Jewish folks out there being persecuted by these extreme right and white mega fans that follow Trump. See, I'm not going to get off script here. I'm just going to put it the way it is. Ron DeSantis is racist. And so he's actually, he actually used the comment about fighting against wokeness. Once again, wokeness has nothing to do, has nothing to do with blacks being enslaved. What it has to do is it, what it has to do with was actually put in Ron DeSantis and the rest of you motherfuckers out there who do not understand this. Pull up the Oxford Dictionary 2017. You'll see wokeness or woke. Woke is a black vernacular, meaning to be aware of your surroundings. Why? Because blacks, Asians, and Hispanics were being lynched in the South. You know, the first black, the first person killed in the Civil War was a black man. Blacks were not afforded the, the opportunity to actually fight for this country, but for their own. But it was only because Lincoln was losing the damn civil war that he said, let's get blacks in the fight. Well, you know something? Here's, here's historical fact. Look it up. There is a black regiment that actually did a hell of a lot better than any white regiment. Let's fast forward. Let's go to 
uh, the Tuskegee Airmen or some of the black. I think I did an episode on the uh, Harlem Five or something like that. That was part of a a black army infantry that went into battle and had more kills than some of the white infantry. You don't see. Yeah. Uh, I hope you got yours. I need a little sip of mine. And I need to take a break. More after this. Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice and Molina makes it easy. So let's talk about making your life easier. About extra help to manage your health. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. Visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You're listening to Left, Right, and Center. Your audio guide to help you understand the week's news, the world, and how America shapes it. Now, back to your host, Will Jackson. So I'm just going to step away from that for a second because I it is pissing me off. The bottom line is Ron DeSantis uh, campaign is floundering. And because and the reason why is that what he's getting away with in Florida won't fly nationally. And, and nobody in the United States want that bitch for a president. He will not make it. In fact, let me tell you how dumb and stupid he is. What he, he is, he's like, keep dropping in the points behind the two-time disgrace twice impeached twice soon to be third and fourth and fifth indicted president former president of these these great united states and this guy is facing indictments after indictment after indictment after indictment and ron DeSantis still cannot keep up To a man, when you listen to, oh, excuse me, when you listen to his rhetoric and some of the crap that he's doing and some of the crap that he's saying, when when you listen to this and Ron DeSantis still can't play catch up, you know, and then Tim Scott his black ass need to go sit down somewhere in South Carolina, sit next to Lindsey Graham or something. I don't know. And the rest of these yahoos who are trying to run, you know what? Biden's going to win the presidency. Everybody heard me say this time and time again, you know, I, I like Biden, but I love me some Liz Cheney. 
if who I will endorse whoever Liz Cheney, Liz Cheney endorses, which I don't believe is anybody in the freaking Republican Party. So I can almost guarantee you she wouldn't she would endorse uh, Joe Biden. Bidenomics has taken a has has been a a wave of success. Lifting us up to a higher level, moving us into a a a more stable uh, economic environment. That's what Bidenomics is doing. Trump is doing nothing but being indicted, being a liar. And oh, by the way, this is not a witch hunt. This is not a conspiracy. If you're not noticed that the prosecutors. Uh, the appointed Trump judges, the um, Mayor Garland staff, they're all Republican. They're, they're Republican report, uh, appointed. And not, not to mention that, uh, not, not even that, everybody who's testifying, who's bringing information to Jack Smith is all Republicans. It's not a Democrat. There's not a Democrat involved. There's not a Democrat that is involved in any of this. It's all Republicans. Everybody who worked for the Republican White House. Everybody who is. And here's the thing. As the cases mount up and the indictments mount uh, mount up, you've got people like Marjorie Taylor Greene. You who actually she's actually is is looking at a conduct censorship because she decided to post naked photos of Hunter Biden in a freaking hearing where this is beyond not having a level of understanding and decorum. Then you got Jim Jordan. And then you've got this Tommy Tupperville or whoever the fuck his name is from Alabama. Alabama, now you have two dumbasses that I look at. One is Herschel Walker, or I don't know, was he from Alabama? I don't know. Don't give a fuck. Tupperville's from Alabama. But the bottom line is this. He's holding up the promotions in our armed forces. And pay increases for our armed forces and for us uh, vets and promotions. Why? Because because not only do they want to like people like Tupperville and Gates want to uh, engage. The idea that one, we don't need diversity inclusion within the military and armed forces. I can tell you why I was in. I, I, hey, you know what? I had to knuckle up a couple of times and knock some of these white cats out because, um, they start dropping the N word when they get mad. Oh, just another typical nigger. And that's when he got popped in the mouth. Who's the nigger now? See, this is why we need this type of training. 
I remember the days when I was in the service. I remember being uh, put in a position where I was looked at like I was inferior. I got an IQ of 130 or a little higher. And some of these motherfuckers that I was working with and was stationed with probably had an IQ of 70, 50. And yet were given more favorable roles within the within the command than me. That was even when I served in D.C. See, I'm not speaking hyperbole. This is a fact. The bottom line is that we need diversity and inclusion within the military. And not only and not not to mention if there is a female or a married couple that needs some type of uh, care because of a failed pregnancy or, or a pregnancy that's gone bad and it's going to take the life of the mother. They and they need to travel to a state, a friendly state that's going to allow them to have an abortion or do what they need to do to get that level of child care or, or pregnancy care that they need. They should be paid travel pay. And Tupperville is holding up some of the most crucial roles and positions within the armed forces. You know, the Marine Corps don't even have a damn commandant right now. You can thank Tupperville for that. In fact, I got a clip I want to play for you with this fucker, Matt Gates, who looks like a freaking pedophile. Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice, and Molina makes it easy. So let's talk about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. Visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Does the gentleman from Florida seek recognition? I have an amendment at the desk. The clerk will designate the amendment. Amendment number 52, printed in House Report number 118-142, offered by Mr. Gates of Florida. Pursuant to House Rule 583, the gentleman from Florida, Mr. Gates, and a member opposed, each will control five minutes. The chair recognizes the gentleman from Florida. There is a time in every debate where everything has been said, but not yet by everyone. And that may be where we are in the DEI debate, but what I bring to the House now is the most fulsome amendment to completely remove DEI from the DOD. And even if my amendment doesn't pass, I want my colleagues to know that this NDAA in the base bill takes a meat cleaver to DEI. And the amendments that we have adopted 
uh, in the last round of voting have certainly ensured that DEI, regardless of the passage or not of my amendment, will not be a principal feature of our military service if this bill becomes law, and that would be a great thing for our military. That said, it's important to note that in the name of DEI, our military has done some pretty strange things. Secretary Austin, in his first act, ordered a 24-hour stand-down so that everyone could reflect on their extremism. The reality is even majority-minority units in the military found this divisive. They complained to my office, and certainly it did not create a more lethal force. Also, in the name of DEI, we've hired some rather strange people in the government. There's one DEI officer named Calissa Wing, and she actually, if you can believe this, worked in the DEI's uh, uh, department at Dodoa, the education system within DOD, and she put out the following inclusive tweet. I'm so exhausted at these white folks in these professional development sessions. This lady actually had the caudacity to say that black people can be racist too. I had to stop the session and give Karen the business. This, this was the person that we had hired to create a more inclusive environment, and I think it's indicative of the inherently divisive culture that has permeated radical racial ideology. My amendment gives us the opportunity to pull it up by the root, and I hope my colleagues support it. I, I would add this, this final point before yielding back. We have standards in the military that allow the military to expel racists and white supremacists completely in the absence of DEI programs. We've had those standards in the military for quite some time. And so even if my amendment were to become law, I don't want anyone in the body to think that we would be stuck with people in the military that didn't meet long-standing, pre-existing standards of personal conduct. And with that, I reserve. The gentleman reserves. The gentlewoman from Virginia... For what purpose does the gentlewoman from Virginia seek recognition? I, re I rise to claim the time in opposition to the amendment, and I yield one and a half minutes to, to Mr. Horsford. The gentlewoman. All right, before, before we listen to the next individual, I Gates do not speak for blacks, do not speak for Hispanics, do not speak for Native Americans, do not speak for Asians, do not speak for any of us of color or, or the Jewish folks. They don't. He doesn't. Because here's the thing. There are, he's speaking for all white folks. That's, that's it. That's the only takeaway I got. Because here's the thing. They're out of touch. I am not that guy. I am not that guy. Please understand. My children are biracial. My grandchildren are biracial. I am not that guy. My grandfather is on my on my dad's side is white. I am not that guy. But here's the thing. I'm going to speak to the fact that you cannot tell me. That you're in touch with all these these nationalities in which, you know, blacks and Hispanics and everyone else is in that suffers racism within the military. I know I've been there. I didn't pop a few of these bitches in the mouth. See, the bottom line is, is just like these damn Trumpers. You catch them one on one. 
they put their head down and walk away because they can't knuckle up. They got a mouth. They don't know how to knuckle up. But you get them in a group. Now they ready to do some old racist shit. That's what they do. Matt Gates doesn't speak for us. Diversity and inclusion is very real. It needs to happen. And I'm quite sure he took that sergeant's uh, uh, text out of context. I'm almost I almost guarantee it. The woman is recognized for five minutes. The gentleman is recognized. Mr. Speaker, I rise today in strong opposition to this amendment. Mr. Speaker, the previous speaker, the uh, maker of this amendment, talked about being exhausting. This issue that he has brought before this body and the committee is exhausting. Just this week, the sponsor of this amendment called diversity, equity, and inclusion in the military a, quote, failed experiment. He has called it cancerous. Just this week, a senator from Alabama stated that it was his opinion that white nationalists are not necessarily racist and refused to denounce white nationalists serving in the military. All of this with the backdrop of the same senator holding up hundreds of military nominations, which is actively hurting our national security, something that this NDAA bill would address. To what end? The, the U.S. Marine Corps does not have a confirmed commandant as we speak. And yet, just an hour ago, on this very floor, one of the members on the other side of this body said his amendment, quote, had nothing to do whether colored people or black people can serve, unquote. Mr. Speaker, these comments show exactly why we need diversity, equity, and inclu inclusion initiatives. Every day, our military grows more diverse, more and more reflecting the diversity of our nation. This amendment does nothing to address the recruitment shortfalls that our services are facing, and instead it will only make it more difficult to recruit Americans on diverse backgrounds representing the true makeup of our nation. What are you so afraid of? Why do you keep bringing these divisive issues to the body of this floor? You are out of order. You are exhausting, the Mr. The gentleman is no longer recognized. The gentleman is no longer recognized. Woman from Virginia Reserves. I reserve. Excuse me, a point from, of order, Mr. Speaker. The gentleman from Florida is recognized. No, Mr. Speaker, I've, I've made a point of order. You have to rule on the point of order. The gentleman will state his point of order. The gentleman has an obligation to address the chair, not other members. He did not do that. He was out of order, violating the decorum of the House. The gentleman has not stopped or stated a proper point of order. A parliamentary like inquiry, then. I seek recognition to make a parliamentary inquiry. The gentleman will state his parliamentary What is the question? parliamentary mechanism that requires an individual to address the chair? Because if it's not that and we can address each other, let's do that for the rest of the debate. The chair will not engage in this dialogue. Would the gentleman like to be recognized for his I finance? want to be recognized for a parliamentary inquiry. The gentleman is not recognized. Would I'm you not like recognized for a parliamentary inquiry? I'm not recognized for a parliamentary the inquiry? The chair will not engage with the gentleman. I have a parliamentary inquiry. So this is where the little pedophile looking bitch, my opinion, my opinion, 
is throwing a tipper tantrum. This is what this is what these folks do. They throw temper tantrums. The gentleman is recognized for his five minutes. When they don't get what they want. State his inquiry. Will the chair will will the chair encourage members to address the chair and rather than one another? The chair encourages all members to address the chair and not one another. Very well. I seek recognition. Thank you. The gentleman is recognized. Mr. Yeah. The gentleman from Florida is recognized. Yeah, thank you, Mr. Speaker. Amendment. And the, the, Mr. Speaker, the childish antics that we just observed indicate that we've got a lot of work to do, both in this House and the military, not to have radical racial ideology governing our discourse and governing the policy choices that we make in these bills. The policy choice that my amendment seeks to make ensures that. Wait a minute, time out. Did I hear this correctly? Did you hear this correctly? Oh, my Atlanta. We do not have the cancer of DEI harming our military. I would yield one minute to the gentlelady from Florida. The gentlewoman is recognized for one minute. I would just like to remind people that whether you're white, black, brown, we all bleed the same. So to have this... completely divisive ideology being pushed to have members from across the aisle making it about race when some of these members have not even served is completely to me not only a foreign ideology but I'd like to remind people when you're getting shot at okay when my husband was shot in Afghanistan do you think he was sitting there asking what color the person that was evacuating him was do you think he was sitting there wondering about uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion. No, the only thing he cared about was making sure that someone that was evacuating him knew how to do their job. That's what the military needs to be focusing on. So to have it about race just goes to show that maybe more members, maybe more members of across the aisle need to be serving in our military because that's not something that we focus on. What we focus on is mission readiness. That's what it's all about. I don't care if you guys think that I'm racist. I'm a minority woman. Maybe I'm the wrong color of minority for you, but I'm a minority woman. I support this for those reasons because I've lost friends. Chairman, I yield my time. The gentlewoman's time has expired. Members are rem- reminded to re- direct their remarks to the chair. The gentleman... I reserve, reserves. and I thank the chair for that acknowledgement. Thank you. The gentlewoman from Virginia is recognized. Yes, Mr. Chair, I uh, yield one minute to uh, Mr. Kuda. The gentlewoman is recognized. Thank you, Mr. Chair. You know, it's been said once already on this floor, but I don't think it can be said enough. If we ever, ever needed a reason to support DEI training, you need look no further than the debates, the antics that we have seen on this floor today, the childish, yes, actions that we have heard from the other side. In fact, from the backwards, racially insensitive comments spoken on this floor, it seems DEI training would be good right here in the halls of Congress. Chair, We have spent hours in markup already debating DEI, but apparently it wasn't enough. So here we are again, forced to debate yet another bad amendment. Never mind that 40% of our service members identify as members of minority groups, or that 42% of service members of color turn down assignments because of concerns about racism and discrimination that they have experienced. Never mind that almost half of all service members in a recent survey said they've been the subject of racial slurs or jokes in their communities. To say that we do not need DEI is to say racism and discrimination does not exist in our military and in our society. For the sponsor of this amendment to be proud of taking a meat cleaver to DEI 
flies in the face of all Americans and the diversity that we represent. What this reckless amendment and this obsession over DEI really exposes is a callous disregard for these service the, members the and their experiences. Time has expired. They deserve better. America is better the than this, and I strongly urge my colleagues to vote. No. The gentlewoman from Virginia it reserves. The gentleman from Florida is recognized. Well, Mr. Speaker, I can answer the gentlelady's question. If her question is, when will we stop debating DEI, the answer is, when we get rid of DEI in the military. We will be here fighting this fight each and every day because what fashions itself as an inclusive ideology is, in fact, inherently divisive and harmful. And I acknowledge that we have many minorities that serve in our military, and we are so grateful for their patriotism, but it's the very minority groups, it's the very minority service members in my district who come and complain about these initiatives. So this isn't an affront to our service members. It is something we are doing for our service members. And you know what they really complain about? A lot of this DEI training that takes away from their jumps, their live fire time, their time in the cockpit. We need to spend more time ensuring that we can protect the homeland and less time on pronoun training and the rest of this nonsense. I reserve. Um, yeah, uh, he, he did get something correct. Um, we do need to spend more time on different things like voting rights. Uh, we need to spend more time on um, abortion laws. Uh, we need to spend more time on uh different states like uh, Florida and Jacksonville specifically that uh, wants to do away with the idea of his state of, of slavery and how blacks benefited from slavery. I, I'm just saying. The gentleman's time has expired. The gentlewoman from Virginia is recognized. Uh, thank you, Mr. Chair. How much uh, time do we have left? The gentlewoman has two and a half minutes. Okay, thank you, Mr. Chair. I think this debate today demonstrates exactly why diversity, equity, and inclusion is necessary, uh, not only in the military, but probably we need some training here in this body. But I'm going to limit my remarks to the armed services. I want to break down what DEI training actually is, because most of the comments I've heard today is not an accurate definition of what DEI is. I'm going to take those words one at a time. Diversity training recognizes that we, in diversity efforts, recognize we need to have a military, we need to have service members, we need to have an officer corps that reflects the diversity of the country that they protect. And for a wide variety of reasons, it doesn't. We need to recognize that our diversity is our strength and our unity is our power, but we can only have unity when we recognize and respect the diversity of this country and the people who serve. Equity recognizes that despite the fact the first casualty of the Revolutionary War was a black man, black men weren't allowed to serve in the military until the Civil War. And until 1948, the service was segregated, and black men, like my uncles, were not allowed combat duty. My uncles were only allowed to cook when they served during World War II. My uncles brought back home stories of the names they were called, of the threats they received, not from the enemy, but from their fellow service members. Their children and grandchildren who heard those stories didn't want to serve in a military that was unwelcoming to them. Inclusion means 
we are creating an atmosphere and a workplace that is inclusive of the full diversity of everyone who serves. Mr. Speaker, whether we like it or not, the history of this country, country is complicated. The history of this country is rooted in the original sin of slavery and a hundred years of Jim Crow when black Americans were treated as second citizens if they were treated as citizens at all. Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice and Molina makes it easy. So let's talk about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. Visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. We have to teach that history. And most of the amendments we have seen today have either tried to whitewash that history or ignore that it ever happened. We cannot do it. I urge the body to reject this amendment. Have you been looking for a podcast that takes beyond the headlines? A show that challenges you. A show that's real, raw, and unapologetic. Then you've found your new home. Right, left, and center. Right, left and center news the environment immigration politics the criminal justice system and everything in between join will jackson every week your personal guide to understand the week's news the world and how america shapes it listen everywhere podcasts are available you're listening to left right and center your audio guide to help you understand the week's news, the world, and how America shapes it. Now, back to your host, Will Jackson. I hope you got yours. I got mine. <laughs> Man, I'll tell you what. This is this is why 2024 needs to happen. I don't care if you are Republican Democrat, progressive, swing voter, independent, uh, you need to get out there and vote. We need to clean house. And when I say we need to clean house, we need to get rid of, rid of some of this, this clown show, as I mentioned earlier in the show. A shit show, clown show. That's what it is. And we need to get rid of it. And the only way to get rid of it is to ensure that we hold these people uh, in account from state from local, state to federal, we need to wipe the plates, the 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 plates, um, the plate clean. We need to wipe it clean. And 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 then here's 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 something that's very disheartening, and I'll play it for you. Um, so Robert Kennedy Jr. Yeah, I said that Robert Kennedy Jr is a joke. I'm quite sure this fucker doesn't represent the Kennedy family. And if you don't believe me, 
Watch how uh, the Honorable uh, Congresswoman uh, from um, uh, Debbie uh, Schultz put his ass on blast. Check this out. I have a unanimous consent request. The young lady from California is recognized for unanimous consent. My majority counterparts have repeatedly cited a district court opinion from Louisiana, and I would like to introduce for the record the Fifth Circuit order staying that opinion almost as soon as it was issued. Objection. The chair now recognizes the gentleman from Point of order, Mr. Chairman. The gentleman from New York is recognized. Um, the distinguished gentlelady from New York mentioned a, a poll. Um, I would just ask that she identify what poll that is and if we could enter it into the record. I'm sure she'll be happy to We will to submit that. it for the record. Can you identify what it is? Sure, I will submit it for the record, and you'll be able to review it. We'll, we'll, we'll get it. Uh, the chair now recognizes the uh, gentlelady from uh, Florida, Ms. Washington Schultz. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Mr. Chairman, we respectfully requested that you rescind Mr. Kennedy's invitation to be, appear here due to his repeated and very recent statements that spread dangerous anti-Semitic and anti-Asian conspiracy theories and attempted to move into executive session because House rules prohibit public testimony that degrades or defames people. His reckless rhetoric helped fuel anti-Semitic incidents, which, for the record, are at the highest level in the United States since 1970. They have nearly tripled in the last six years. Since you gave Mr. Kennedy a megaphone today, I want to give him a chance to correct his statements and prepare some of the harm that he's helped cause. Mr. Kennedy, you're well-educated. So yes or no, please. Are you aware that for centuries Jews have been scapegoated and blamed for causing illnesses like Black Plague and, more recently, COVID? I am. Those are known as blood libel, and they are one of the worst and most disturbing parts of uh, human history. Good. I'm glad to know that, of course, that you, that you acknowledge that. Of course, it's true and well-documented that this pernicious form of anti-Semitism led to centuries of discrimination, even horrific pogroms and massacres, and it still fuels deadly violence today. Yet last week, you floated a baseless conspiracy theory that the coronavirus was bioengineered to target Caucasians and black people, but to spare Ashkenazi Jews and Chinese people. Mr. Kennedy, your bizarre, unproven claim echoes that same historic slander of labeling Jews and Chinese people as a race, and that Jews, and in this case Chinese people, somehow managed to avoid a deadly illness that targets other groups for death. You do see that, yes or no? You're misstating. No, 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 no. Uh, you I, are... quoted, I quoted what you said earlier, and it, it is directly what you said. So just ask me, uh, yes no, or no? I was, I was describing... An NIH-funded study. No, 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 you didn't cite any. I was, as, I was describing an NIH-funded study by Cleveland Clinic Reclaiming scientists. Reclaiming my time. Reclaiming my time. You did not you, reference. Reclaiming my time. Published in USC Mr. Medical, Chairman, which is, is one of... The time is mine. I'm reclaiming it. Please ask the witness to stop talking. You asked me a question. Reclaiming I, let me Allow me to answer time. my question. Mr. Chairman, I'd like about 10 time, seconds the back. Time, the you, time belongs. You are slandering me time incorrectly. To the, the time belongs You're to saying the is dishonest. Time belongs to the gentlelady from Florida. myself. Mr. Chairman, belongs to the gentlelady from Florida. I'd like 15 seconds back. We will be happy to give you that. Thank you so much. You did not cite any study like you are citing here now during that conversation. You referenced no study at all. You simply labeled Jews and Chinese people as a race, and you also said that somehow they managed to avoid a deadly illness that targets other groups for death. You don't see that. You're trying to rewrite history here. A few months ago, Mr. Kennedy, you compared COVID public health policies to barbaric murderous tactics of Nazi Germany, saying that Jewish people in Nazi Germany had more freedom than Americans facing COVID health restrictions. In hindsight, Mr. Kennedy, do you reject this absurd and deeply hurtful and harmful com comparison, or do you still stand by it? Congressman, what you are saying is a lie. 
You, you said it. It's, it's, I no, I did not. I never contained, okay. I never, ever Mr. Chairman, I'm happy to answer into the record when Mr. Kennedy said that. I reclaim my time. In discussing COVID public health measures, you made light of the genocide against Jewish people by saying, and I quote, even Hitler's Germany, you could cross the Alps to Switzerland, you could hide in an attic like Anne Frank did. Mr. Kennedy, do you think it was easy for Jewish people to escape systematic slaughter of Nazis, yes or no? Absolutely not. Okay, good. Mr. Kennedy, do you think it was just as hard to wear a mask during COVID as it was to hide under floorboards or false walls so you weren't murdered or dragged to a concentration camp? Yes or no? Excuse me? That's a question. Yes or no? I didn't hear your question. Okay. I said, do you think it was just as hard to wear a mask during COVID as it was to hide under floorboards or false walls so you weren't murdered or dragged to a concentration camp? Of course not. That's okay. ridiculous. But that's a comparison that you made. I did Mr. not Kennedy, make that comparison. Were the measures taken to contain the spread and fatalities related to COVID in any way at all comparable to the murder of 6 million Jews, yes or no? Uh, absolutely not. Okay. Let's be very clear here. There's no legitimate comparison to the Holocaust. It doesn't matter if you're talking about AI, AI, vaccine mandates, or anything else. There is no comparison. And if this were a slip of the tongue, Mr. Kennedy, or a one-off comment, we would all move on. But there's a deeply disturbing pattern. In 2015, you apologized to all those, quote, whom I offended by my use of the word Holocaust to describe the autism epidemic. When discussing efforts to encourage others to get vaccinated for COVID-19, you said Nazis did that in the camps in World War II. They tested vaccines on gypsies and Jews. That was a quote. Like before, you apologized for invoking the Holocaust, saying, quote, to the extent my remarks caused hurt, I am truly and deeply sorry. These are not real statements of contrition or remorse. They are passive-aggressive non-apologies that blame the listener for reacting to the lie you just spread. I'm deeply saddened that this is a conversation we're having today. I have deep respect for what Mr. Kennedy's family did and still does to make life better for all Americans. But what you are doing now, Mr. Kennedy, and the forces you aligned yourself are reckless, dangerous, and disturbing by echoing dangerous claims such as, quote, Jews don't really suffer as much as we do, which you said, your rhetoric creates a climate of mistrust, antagonism, and even hatred or violence against Jewish people. My own children have been the targets of brutal anti-Semitism on social media. You fan those flames and jeopardize their safety. You've marginalized other groups too, like Asian Americans and the LGBTQ plus community. And worse, you don't seem to care or brush it all off to misquotes and misunderstanding. Frankly, it's disgusting. Thank you for your indulgence, Mr. Chairman. I yield back the balance. Mr. Chairman, Mr. Chairman I have unanimous consent request. The gentleman from... The committee hearings have included RFK Jr., Delegate Democrats, Derek Abamian, and actually naked pictures yesterday at the uh, committee hearing on the whistleblowers. What do you make of how the committees have conducted themselves over the past week, past few months? I mean, the Republican hearings that have unfolded over the last few days and throughout this entire Congress are a malignant clown show that are not designed to address issues that impact the health, the safety, and the economic well-being of the American people, but instead peddle outlandish and out-of-control conspiracy theories. The notion that Republicans would give a congressional platform to Robert F. Kennedy Jr., who peddles anti-Semitic tropes and baseless, xenophobic conspiracy theories, which together are directed at the Jewish community and the Chinese-American community, 
is unbelievable, which is why you can't take my Republican colleagues seriously when they tell you that they believe in tolerance. Why would you give Robert F. Kennedy Jr. a congressional platform to spew his hatred? Here's the answer. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is a living, breathing, false flag operation. His whole campaign is being run by right-wing political operatives who have one objective, try to take down President Joe Biden. That's why Robert F. Kennedy Jr. was given a congressional platform on this week of all weeks because my extreme MAGA Republican colleagues are really not interested in doing anything meaningful to improve the economy, address inflation, create jobs, or deal with public safety concerns, particularly around the gun violence epidemic that are afflicting the American people. Final words, right after this. You're listening to Left, Right, and Center. Your audio guide to help you understand the week's news, the world, and how America shapes it. Now, back to your host, Will Jackson. Man, this 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 episode was a long one. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Thank you, Ludacris. <laughs> you doing whole activities with whole tendencies. Holes are your brains, holes are your enemies. With whole energies to do what you do. Blue what you blue. Like DJ Clue pulling on my coattail. And why do you think you take a hoe to a hotel? Hotel everybody, even the mayor. Reach up in the sky for the hoes don't layer. Oh, come on, player, what's the hoe always? And hoes never close, they open like hallways. So here's the hoe cake for your whole hoe crew. And everybody wants some, cause hoes gotta eat too. There you hold again. <laughs> All right, enough of that. <laughs> I had to take you out like a boom, boom, boom. You know what I'm saying? But the bottom line, here is my final words. Ohioans, vote no on issue one. Reclaim Ohio. We already have a gerrymandering situation in the state of Ohio. So um, that map needs to be redrawn. So we need to talk about that in our next episode. What we also need to talk about is this. 
women across the nation. You have a voice. You have a voice. In fact, this year marks 175 years of women who were given the right to vote, given the ability to to uh, work, to avoid abuse, etc. The list goes on and on. Okay, that's that is Zach. That is exactly what's going on. Women, you have that vote. Black women tend to vote more than black men. Black men get out there and vote. Support all women. Every man out there that has a level of sensibility. I don't care what Republican. I don't care what party you are associated with. You need to support women. That means go out and vote. Ohioans vote no on issue one. Remember. If they want to really do some amendments within our constitution, state constitution, how about let's go ahead and amend the fact that to this day, honestly, within the state constitution, black men cannot serve in the National Guard. A lot of you probably never knew that. That's a fact. Don't believe me? Look it up. And if you got any questions... Email me at leftrc22 at gmail.com. I will also post this amendment, this this uh, this catfish or this uh, this stupid way of they're actually trying to put it out there uh, for the state of Ohio. I'll put that in the details. All you need to do is click on the link link and you will see it and then you'll turn around and vote no. My final thought is Marjorie Taylor Greene. You are a hoe. Just like Luda said. Use a hoe. Use a hoe. You are a hoe. Doing some old hoe shit. Because who in their right mind. Would take naked pictures. And blow them up. Of Hunter Biden. And try to distract what the facts are. See, this is a not only a shit show, but as the Honorable Hakeem Jeffrey said, this is a clown show. A clown show. Florida. You got some work to do. You need to. Just do a total rehaul of your state legislators, your current bullshit governor, and the citizens of Jacksonville. You need to get rid of that that council, that, that education council or city council, whoever the hell they are. You need to get rid of them. Because to simply say that blacks benefited from slavery is not only a a slap in the face, but a total disgrace. A total disgrace. 
blacks did not benefit from slavery. The whites did. I hope you got yours. I got mine. Until next week, knuckleheads. You've been listening to Right, Left, and Center. Our passion is to talk about today's news, politics, the environment, culture, and anything else that helps shape the news in America. Our 2022 season was so strong, we had to come back and smack 2023 right in the mouth. We hope you've enjoyed the show. Make sure to like, rate, and review. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And continue to listen on iHeartRadio, Spotify, or anywhere you download your podcasts. See you next time on Right, Left, and Center. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.